Thank you so much for joining us for episode 92 of the Adventure Games podcast. I am joined by two good friends again, Thomas Bex and Laura Cress. Hello, guys. How are you guys doing? Hi, the last time we spoke. <laughs> yes, good. Thank you. Still on the lockdown. Uh-huh. We're still under lockdown here in Ireland. Uh, hopefully we'll be coming out next week. Hopefully by the time this episode goes out, we'll be out of lockdown. Uh, not, not that it's going to make much difference because, you know, we probably still won't be able to go many places, but, um, but at least we have some games to keep us company <laughs> and keep us occupied. Um, so we've got a lot to talk about uh, this week. First of all, we've, as you can see, we are nearing episode 100, which is, uh, you know, which I never thought we would get anywhere near, if I'm honest, when I first started. <laughs> Um, but that will be, I believe, sometime in January. So we will, uh, probably the three of us will do something. We have one interview at least lined up, maybe a second one. Maybe we'll put up a second one as well. But we've got a real, real good interview coming up with a, a legend of the genre. And maybe another one, uh, we'll see. Um, but at least the three of us will probably get together to do something. We'll still have to see what, what we do. I will be uploading the interview at least the one interview for episode 100 on patreon over the next few weeks and uh, so if you do want to to help us you can go to patreon there are two tiers there and you will get episodes there early and including this episode will go up hopefully earlier than everyone else gets it and you'll be helping us as well and thank you to all the patreon subscribers who are there, who have still stuck us, stuck with us, stuck us, stuck with us. Uh, oh, through... didn't stick us. <laughs> oh, not to st stick us. That, or stick it to stuck, us, for that matter. I stuck by us, stuck with us throughout this very difficult year. So thank you to everyone there. Uh, if you are unable to support us on Patreon, uh, that's perfectly fine. You can, however, you can also support us by adding a review, by rating and uh, subscribing. Uh, we haven't had a review in a, quite a while on Apple Podcasts, so even a one or two sentence review would really, really help us. So if you do enjoy this podcast, it would be really, really appreciated. We will read the review on the podcast. So anybody out there listening who likes this podcast, it would really help if you could. Uh, review it, send it a review. Uh, so that's it for uh, the homework. And before we get to reviews, uh, there's some news that we'll go through very quickly. Uh, by the time this episode goes out, which should be December 4th, we should be having uh, pre order at least because there was a Monkey Island limited run anniversary anthology, which you guys just mentioned right before recording, that they did it up again. They did announce it before, but People weren't really happy with it, so they went back to the drawing board and they uh, just added some new things to it. Um, it's added something on the price as well. As well, they increased the price, which is a little bit pricey now. They have added all five games, including Tales of Monkey Island. They have a Guybrush statue. They have a Murray candle holder, and uh, they have a few other things which look nice as well. But yeah, well. Personally, I'll see. I don't know if I can afford. <laughs> it's pricey, price. isn't it? It's one hundred and seventy-five dollars. It's yeah. pricey. It's got some good stuff, but it was one hundred and fifty, and I think even that was kind of yeah. quite a lot. I'm surprised. I guess what what's happened is the main things they've changed, isn't it? Is the is the 
physical it, it, rather than it being usb sticks it's uh, cd roms it's dvd right. cd roms and it's also the box they've changed the design of that quite a lot so it's mainly that that i think has added a little bit extra onto the price yeah so they have made some improvements but they have as we just mentioned added the price added improved well added some improvements to the price on their end um but they're, they're from limited run so you can find it more on their website and on twitter as yeah, I think pre-order starts at December fourth. So, so when you, when this episode comes out, be, uh, yeah. So when this episode hopefully comes out December fourth. Are you go, are you guys going to get it? I don't know if I'm. Yeah, honest. I don't know. It it is pricey. <laughs> I probably I, will, but I know. Yeah, I mean, cause begrudgingly. Be, yeah, I already <laughs> have all five games. I've played all five games and thirdly the first two or three several times. So. Yeah, but you're uh, not buying that set for the for the games necessarily because the people who buy that set already have the games. True. Yeah, it's more for the collector's editions and the extra things. True. I like the shadow box art. I do quite like that. And some of the other things they've got. It's more as a, it's a whole collector's edition thing, isn't it? So, yeah, yeah. I, I probably will get it, but I'll, <laughs> it's too much to ask for as a Christmas present as well. So. I know, right? It's, it's before Christmas. So. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... A, I don't. I don't think I'm going to get it. I think it's a bit much. It's, it's much. Well, if you guys want to get me something for Christmas, you guys know. <laughs> now, what have I just said? <laughs> <laughs> or if anybody listening, if you want, I could. Uh, you know, you can send it to Ireland. Uh, yeah, that would be a very nice present. That'd be a very nice gift. But yeah, it is a little bit pricey, at least in in my opinion. But at least good good on them. At least they'd listened to feedback from fans and they made some additions, made some improvements. Yeah, they're they're quite good on um, on these box sets. Um, I I actually never heard of this company before uh, mm. before this came out. Uh, did you? No, I hadn't either. Yes, I I've <laughs> seen quite a few things that they do. I mean, there's quite a few of these companies that do physical copies of the games that are only available digitally. Um, I I think I'd heard of like one or two things. They uh, they've popped up a, a lot more recently. We're doing sort of special collector's editions of things which i think is a good idea because i don't know that you know that it's nice to even if you do have the game to like get something that's really special because i think they only they're only doing like three thousand of these or something like that okay yeah so it it is limited (laughs) hence the name (laughs) so probably gonna sell out then oh it will for sure oh definitely yes uh but yeah there's a monkey island limited run 30th anniversary anthology there's another game that has an anniversary this year it's the longest journey and on november 18th 2020 it was its 21st anniversary did either of you guys play that game i have not i'd like to oh my god no Okay, well, moving on. Uh, I, I, think think I, re- I think I have it because I, uh-huh. when I got back into Adventure Games in 2017-18, I bought a lot of ge- old games I had when I was a kid and a lot of games that um, I missed in the period that I was not playing them. So I'm, I'm actually checking my library now to see if I... Yeah, I have it. I have The Longest Journey. Yeah, uh, it, it it is a it is a very long journey. Now I've spoken about it. It's, <laughs> it's a it's a really good game. I really enjoyed it. But you know the dialogues are quite long. It's quite a long game. So make sure you have time. But I definitely recommend playing it. Yeah, because I haven't played chance. any long games this year. So I know. Far, so maybe sure. maybe wait for next year. <laughs> but I would definitely recommend anybody listening out there. I would definitely recommend it. It is flawed, but I think the good 
more than outweighs the bad. It is, uh, I've played it several times and I love the story and the world and the characters um, as well. So um, it is the 21st anniversary of that game this year. And then moving on to more recent games, Don't Nod, the developers of Life is Strange, Life is Strange 2 and Tell Me Why. They announced, I believe last week, that they are working on six new games. Wow. Um, they have also said not to worry that they have learned the lessons of Telltale, that they are not... Yeah, that's, that was the first thing I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, they're working we on six sales. That, that we went very see. well for Telltale. <laughs> uh, yes, I mean, we shall see. I hope they're right. I hope they know what they're doing. But uh, the director of that studio of said, no, they are taking it easy, that they know what they're doing, that they're not going to go bankrupt like Telltale. They're not going to stretch themselves out too thin like Telltale. So we shall hope that that is true. Uh, fingers crossed on that. And, um, and then speaking of Don't Nod, their next game, Twin Mirror, is coming out December 1st. It should be already out uh, now as I, uh, this episode goes out. That is their latest game. It's more, more a straight uh, detective game. And it looks really good. And I hope it is good. I'll, I'll probably be getting it anyway. Uh, yeah, I'll definitely be getting that. It looks, it looks very interesting. Yes. Um, I believe you use uh, was a Mind Palace in that game as well. Yes. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's kind of this more. I believe from what I've seen, the story seems more grounded in reality than Life is Strange, but then the supernaturally element is the Mind Palace. Um, then there is uh, Hand of Glory Part 2 is coming out on December 4th. And today, actually, at the time of release. And another game, Call of the Sea, is coming out on December 8th. It's a first person exploration type puzzle game. And Sissy Jones is the voice of the main character who played Delilah in Firewatch. But she's a very well-known voice actor in the gaming industry. And, um, and the Hand of Glory, something curious about that for part two, because in their email that they mentioned, they said that they've listened to feedback from fans. They're making some changes, you know, some improvements. Uh, one of the things they said they were changing is that they are going to make the game more challenging. That's what fans told them. Now, the three of us played it and reviewed it. And I don't think we, we said the game should be more challenging. No. <laughs> no, not really, no. But, I mean, uh, I, most of the puzzles were fine, but yeah. the, the one or two standout ones, like that draw one with the piano, yes, that... was so obscure. And it wasn't that it was, it was just obscure, really hard to know what you were supposed to be doing. So I really hope they don't make more puzzles like that. Yeah, I, I think uh, what I hope what they mean, I mean, with the inventory style puzzles, mostly it was they were fine. Now, also because they were logical. So I really hope that they don't make the game obtuse. As you said, they don't start adding moon logic. I, tr- I do trust the developers. I need to say that. Yeah, or, or adding I, stuff just to extend the... Exactly. Yeah. Now they, ha- they have also said they want to give a balanced difficulty, make it appeal to all types of you know, gamers or as many as possible. Um, but I, I do hope that, uh, you know, as you mentioned, Laura, the three of us got stuck on that puzzle because it was a bit obtuse. I think the solution, it was kind of clever, but the clues, there weren't enough of them, I don't think. And I, I think there's still ways that they can go. I think one thing they could do, which we've spoken about, which I've mentioned, is if they want to add challenging puzzles for the avid, hardcore adventure game fans who want to spend hours on a puzzle and they want to make it a game appeal to more casual players or people who don't have as much time, is add an in-game hint system. They can add an optional, non-obtrusive in-game hint system like Beyond the Steel Sky, um, which I think is is perfect with the hint system that is in the main menu. 
And if they don't want people to use the hint system, they could make an achievement. You know, you don't use the hint system for people who care about that or different things. But yeah, I think if they just listen to the people who want more challenging puzzles, I think they could have problems. Um, I hope they don't. I still look forward to playing it. And I do trust the developers because part one, I really enjoyed. I think as, did, as we all did. But yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully they won't, you know, hopefully still appeal to all kinds of gamers. So that game will be coming out on December 4th, part two. Um, and yeah, as I mentioned, Call of the Sea, which is a first person Lovecraftian exploration game, which looks uh, really interesting as well. Right, so any other news that you guys uh, take over? Shall we get to reviews? Yeah, all, all, all only to say that, yeah, really looking forward to Call of the Sea. It's, it's, it yeah, looks, it looks like good, it's doesn't be it? Excellent, it looks really good. So that's going <laughs> to be quite a lot of games coming out in December. Yeah, at, uh, at early December as well at that. So. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> within a week, basically. It's, within it's a not week. not that weird, right? In, in December? Yeah, huh, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, speaking of games, we've reviewed quite a few, including me for once. <laughs> I didn't review any last <laughs> last time, but I did play a few this time. Um, oh yes, yet he's always on our back when we when, when, when I just. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm let not. me take let me take a short break. <coughs> oh, no, no, you have to play something new for the next. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you make me sound like a fascist or like a, <laughs> or, or, like a dictator. <laughs> or like a dictator or a monster. Next, next thing I know, you're going to demand us doing limerick, doing our reviews in limerick form. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's an idea, actually. Next time, in two weeks' time, for maybe for the 100th episode, you guys could do that. You could write, uh, you know, what is it, limericks or haikus as well. Uh, you could <laughs> come up with it. Thanks for the idea, Thomas. Yes. I'll, uh... <laughs> so I one... did do that for a, um, when I used to do theatre reviews, there was a poetry night oh. and I did the whole review in different styles of poetry. I, there was like a haiku well, paragraph. If, there was, <laughs> it if was, you're um, offering, if yeah. You're offering, why would you it? make yourself that difficult? <laughs> I don't know. I thought that halfway through the review. <laughs> I was like, why am I doing this? Anyway, we do, we're not doing that. Sorry, sure. No, okay. If we're not <laughs> doing not that. Oh, okay. Well, maybe in future, if we're nope. feeling inspired and creative. Nope. Uh, uh, well, it's the first game that we're reviewing, I believe, Thomas, you played a game, it was a short game. Uh, now, do I? I'm probably going to get the name wrong. Is it Anipnian? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, actually, what was the name of that game that you played? Anipnion. Yes, yeah. that's it. Yes. So, uh, tell us about this game. What's it about and what did you think? It is a very short point and click adventure game. You can probably finish it between one and two hours. And it's uh, about a boy and he gets sucked into this dream world and he has to escape this dream world. It's very, very Alice in Wonderland-esque. So you have to, yeah, it's, it's, it's a very straightforward point and click adventure game where you try to get to the, uh, to, to survive and escape uh, an evil queen and um, help some people. And it's all very, yeah, as I said, it, 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 it reminded me a lot about Alice in Wonderland. When the ge- when the the game is over, you you get this. Uh, I, it's hard to explain. It's a very short game, and I enjoyed it. It has a, a nice, uh, distinct art style, and um, the story is really nice. Uh, it's it's not something new, but they they did it well. But there was one thing that annoyed the the crap out of me, 
and that was the fact that I could not click through the text because I'm a very fast reader. And <clears throat> once I've read, <coughs> excuse me, once I've read something, I want to continue. I don't, I don't want to wait six seconds mm. for the text to continue by itself. And that was something that was, um, that was annoying me a lot in uh, it's 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 almost as uh you know as if you couldn't manually save in a game that's something that pisses uh, <laughs> yes. uh sorcia off a lot i uh, wasn't gonna say anything i was just waiting for sorcia uh, to jump in there sorcia it's your cue <laughs> can you save in the game no uh yes but you don't really need to okay because it's, it's, it's a very game, short yeah. game no um, I, I i didn't need to save i just played it out in one go the the the, the graphics are they look nice. The puzzle, nice. Yeah, yeah it, it, it looks really nice. The story is good. Um, the gameplay is very straightforward. Um, it, it's literally just point and click. There's no voice acting, but um, it's it's yeah, it, it's all this this dream this dream world. So you can you come across a lot of crazy stuff, and I probably would have finished it a bit quicker if I could click through the text because that just that is maybe that is the hill I'm gonna die on. That's my. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the pickle I have with with this stuff is is I want to be able just to if once I've read it I want to click and continue. Yeah, no. I... If that if that actually is in the game, it didn't work for me. Let me put it like that. Um, uh, however, I still enjoy the game very much, and it's uh, if you want to play a very short adventure game, very short point of click with uh, with some uh, weird characters and some uh, uh, cool uh, cool locations. I would definitely play this one. Yeah, you, it's not like it's a, it's a bad game or anything. Okay, what are the puzzles uh-huh. like? Are they you know challenging? Are they easy enough? Or are they? Okay? Well, there was one puzzle that was very challenging because I just completely missed uh, an object <laughs> somehow. Oh, you did a shosha. I've, I've never I done that. Yeah. Don't know what to talk about. Yeah, except except in this case, there were only two locations where I could find the bloody thing, and it turned out that there was this scarecrow that had a screw on its shoulder and i just didn't see it mm. and once i once i saw it once i found that then it was i was good to go the other puzzles are uh, are, are they made sense i thought yeah the, as, as long as you find all the, the objects and you, you there's no um hot spot key or anything mm. So, so you there... do have to uh do have to uh, check the environment to see if there's something uh, you missed or not, because it's not always obvious which uh, things you can pick up or not. And in a lot of games, you know, you have the the things that you can pick up sometimes look a bit different, but that's not the case in this game. It it just you have to really check your environment and see what you can and can't do with uh, with things. Yeah. Sure. So was there any pixel hunting that you found, or just that you have to be careful? No, I wouldn't or... call it pixel hunting because pixel hunting would mean that you were actually like searching for something incredibly hard to find. Right. And the, the, the item that I couldn't find was actually not hard to find. I just missed it. Yeah. <laughs> missed it. Just didn't pass over with pass over it with my, uh, because you can, I could check the head of the scarecrow. I could check his scythe and I could check his lantern, but I didn't check the shoulder where the screw, where there was a screw. So that was just on me. Sure. So yeah, that's uh, an, a nip on by a sinking sheep, a nice little uh, short, uh, adventure game that uh, is definitely worth uh, your one to two hours. Yes, they also made yet another hero story, which I reviewed earlier this year, which I really enjoyed as well. So, uh, Laura, you 
Anios, well, I, I didn't finish this game. You did. <laughs> and you reviewed it for Adventure Gamers as well. And that review will probably be up by the time this episode goes out. But uh, you played a nice little dinosaur game. Now, I don't know how to pronounce this. You told me before, so I'm going to let you pronounce it. <laughs> yes, you're not doing great with these pronunciations. No, not a great time. start, is it, with these pronunciations? <laughs> uh, it's a Zniff Adventure. So it's spelled Z-N-I-W. It's a Polish game. And it's, well, it's, it's made by Polish developers. It, it is, you can choose English, obviously. Um, but it's uh, Zniff is how it's pronounced. Zniff. Zniff. No, not Sniff. Zniff. <laughs> no sniffing please <laughs> oh dear oh, okay, right well on. i'll just get on with the review yes, shall I, think, I? I think we should <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so zenith adventure um it's um it's made by a small team uh and it's it's uh, just come out and it's um very much a kind of traditional point and click adventure you play sniff the young dinosaur uh she's the very kind of sassy headstrong dinosaur she's trying to find the perfect gift for her mum's uh what they call hatch day which is basically like her, her birthday um and she goes out on this adventure to try and find her what um she decides to get her some kind of like ju- pearl sort of jewelry uh so she's like trying to find these pebbles which um she can make into a necklace um but basically she ends up getting lost and then things go from bad to worse she gets even more lost so the whole adventure is her trying to find her mum go get back to her family basically and like i said it's very traditional point and click it's got really beautiful uh, animation it's all hand-drawn animation very bright kind of saturday morning kids cartoon style um and yeah the whole idea is um you know you've got to talk to it's all set in this kind of dinosaur world and you've got to talk to all these people you meet and find a way back home um now it is very much in a traditional style in the sense that you've got like inventory puzzles uh, you move about by clicking the mouse um you talk to people and you combine things and uh it's things like that there are some uh, unusual aspects um as well for example um to start off with you don't actually have an inventory um you have to make one by making a backpack um, and I'll get into a bit more about that backpack a bit later on. Um, but so th- there are like little touches which are quite unusual for for uh, adventure games, at least for modern ones as well. Um, but yes, yeah, so in general, most of the puzzles are quite kind of traditional point and click affairs. Um, the story itself is really beautiful. I thought all the characters that Zaniff meets along the way are, you know, the writing is really strong. So each character feels sort of full of life and quite fun. And I thought the writing was pretty funny as well. There were lots of jokes um, along the way. And there's also, I mean, they've put a lot of work into including this encyclopedia, which you can access in a menu, um, which has got all the facts about uh, dinosaurs that you meet um, in terms of like what their diet would have been, what kind of period of time they would have existed in so they've put a lot of effort into um sort of making this feel kind of like quite educational as well it felt felt a bit like sort of big you know like edutainment uh children's uh computer games you would have got in the 90s so it has a sort of definite 90s feel that way as well um i mean i'll be the, the encyclopedia isn't something that you look at and it helps you with the with your puzzles but it was it was interesting to to read. Uh, it tells you about the locations you've been to. I think to it and the might. Sorry, 
Sorry to interrupt, but I think it yeah. might, if you do, it might give you some indirect clues. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't yeah. use it. I didn't need it. So <laughs> maybe, but I would I, say I did you, read you don't it. I mean, need it. Yeah, like it tells you about the dinosaurs and it might help you know a little bit about them in the game and how to I suppose, yeah. It, I yeah, mean, they, to be fair, it tells you yeah. about the items you've got. So that can, that can help if you right, need Right, and the locations as well. And Yeah, um, yeah so there is yeah. that, but I didn't ever actually use it for a puzzle you can i guess is it's there but that's not its main purpose i suppose right no no definitely it's, it's to give you yeah. more information more background information they do have a story so far yeah. kind of like uh you know in heaven's vault um um that does give you some slight hints maybe maybe not enough at times. yeah it tells you maybe your objective yes yeah so it has yeah and it has those little nice points uh there, there's no voice acting in the game as well mm -hmm. but um I, I thought the writing was strong enough you kind of got quite a good idea um, of the characters and obviously the animation is pretty cool. It's quite cool as well. There's, there are some animated cutscenes. They also have like little, almost like comic book style panel animations for certain things that happen, which I thought was quite well made. So it looks really beautiful. The, the writing is pretty strong. Um, and it, it, you know, it feels like you're, they've put a lot of effort and passion into making this kind of whole world, building up this encyclopedia. There's even like little mini games you can get where basically if you find enough pebbles, you unlock things like concept art, you also unlock little arcade games. So I, you know, I was thinking, oh, this is, you know, I'm really enjoying this kind of, uh, you know, the amount of effort that's been put in, I think only if I'm right in saying by a two person team. I, I um, believe so, yes. Which for, is the main, for the main work, yeah. Loads of effort. So yeah, for, I mean, the animations, as you mentioned, are beautiful. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, it beautiful. It looks really good. Yeah, yeah it does. And the facial expressions, like to tell the story just with the facial expressions, like at the beginning, the mother, the way she looks at her children and, uh, you know, for not giving her a present that she feels she deserves and all through <laughs> no dialogue. Yeah, and, exactly. Without there being any voice acting. So I thought they did a really good job yes. with that. Um, the story suddenly as well, which I was quite surprised at, gets um, branches out and becomes quite uh, huge in terms of it becomes almost like an open world when you get to this village, uh, this big sort of mushroom kingdom. Um, and it becomes, uh, whereas before it, it was quite linear, now when you get to this kingdom, you, you can go about and do, there's obviously still a story you have to follow, but you can kind of do different tasks in different ways. You have to earn money, you have to get a job. And there's different mini games you have to do there. And this is slightly where I felt it kind of started to fall down a little bit because um, I mentioned with the backpack, uh, you have to make your own sort of inventory and it's a limited backpack, which means basically, you, you know, obviously you've only got a certain amount of slots in the backpack and then you have to drop items if you want to pick other items up. Now, before you got to the kingdom, you've only got maybe like four or five rooms maybe slightly more at most and so not loads of items but by the time you get to this kingdom there's loads of things you can pick up you you know you're talking to loads of people there must be at least sort of 15 different areas in that kingdom maybe more uh and so you're picking up so many things so obviously you're going to have to drop things and because it's so big and unfortunately there doesn't seem to be any kind of like run button or quick travel option on the map so I find myself sometimes I'd be arriving at a place and being like, oh, okay, I've got to use this item. And then being like, oh no, I dropped that item halfway across uh, the kingdom. And then you have to backtrack all the way, pick up this item, then go all the way back again. And I mean, they do help in certain ways. So there's things like there's a button uh, you can press, which shows you where you've dropped certain items. Uh, and on the map, they put like a cross. So it tells you like where that, where you've dropped certain items. It doesn't say what items you've dropped where, 
um, which is a bit annoying again because you you have to sort of remember, and it could have been like a while ago. So that it was it's a shame because I really wanted to enjoy that part of the game because it was so felt so ambitious and especially unusual for what was quite a traditional uh, point and click adventure. And then they opened it up and there was like all these different things you could do. But I just found myself most of that time backtracking, having mm. to drop things, pick things up again. Uh, it, it picks up again once you leave that place and, and the locations are a bit smaller. And so you don't have to do that again. Then you can just focus on the story and the puzzles and the puzzles themselves. Unfortunately, there isn't again an in-game hint system. So the one or two times I did have to look at a sort of let's play thing near the end. Actually, I asked the developer for a hint on one of the puzzles because even the Let's Play didn't tell me. Um, so, yeah, that's the only thing that it kind of weakened it a little bit for me, unfortunately. Uh, I, you know, I, I like traditional point-and-click adventures. I, you know, I think if you're a point-and-click <clears throat> purist, maybe you won't mind all this. But for me, I just felt like it needed either small locations and it doesn't really matter then if you've got a limited backpack or if you can't run or if you've got these big locations, you really do, do need to be able to fast travel a bit or, or at least not have a backpack that's so limited. I, I just think you can't have both. That was I, my I only issue with the game. I don't really get the idea of a limited backpack. Yeah. I didn't either. either. I don't know why it's included <laughs> in the game. Yeah, from I, I get it in role-playing games. Yeah, and I get it in but... survival horror because in survival horror, the whole point is, you know, you, you you've got to yeah. make decisions quickly. It's tense, uh, and you've got to have scarce items so it feels scary. But in an adventure game, I don't know. All all I could feel was maybe it was to add some longevity uh, or realism. But then they're talking dinosaurs, so <laughs> exactly. I, so, I don't... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, from... yeah, so that is it's a shame because I actually, apart from that, I really enjoyed the game up, up to the village. I was thinking, this is brilliant. Look how much, you know, work. And I still felt that at the end of the game. I still thought it was a really good game. Um, it's, it's just a shame that that middle section, there were some flaws. Yeah, from what I've played, of it, I, I only got to the village, but I would completely agree with you. <laughs> I think on both the positive and the not so positive that because as, as you mentioned, the graphics were really good. The animations were really, really nice. They're really amazing to tell a story just with the animations. Uh, the story I was intrigued by, I was engaged with, I really liked the characters. I love the world, the world building, you know, with this world populated by dinosaurs who can talk and who build these cities and felt kind of realistic. I don't know if realistic is the world, but you know, it kind of felt like something that they would do, that the, the herbivores built this city with walls around them to protect themselves, but then uh, they have uh, scarcity of plants. <laughs> so they, that uh, becomes a valuable commodity. So I really liked that part. But yeah, the walking speed, it really, and as I said, I didn't even get to the village, but even before then, for me, it, it was, for me, it was too slow. And I'm an adventure game player, I love point-and-click adventure games, but this, you know... Really? Watch... Yeah, I know, believe it or not. <laughs> but just... but even in lots watch... of traditional point-and-click adventures, you, you can, can run, run or you on... can fast travel on a map. It's not an unusual exactly. thing. So yeah. it's not I don't even understand. part of the tradition. I, you know, you've got seeing your little dinosaur waddling her way across the screen. And as you mentioned, with a limited backpack, now it didn't, wasn't a huge issue for when I was, but I still didn't understand myself. And now I'm not sure why it included. I'm sure they probably had a reason, but it, unfortunately the result is that it just makes the game artificially longer and there's more backtracking, which for me at least is not enjoyable. So Thomas, you mentioned that you, know, you, can, click, you can skip the dialogues, which is also annoying. And then here, again, I don't really understand why they didn't make the animation speed faster 
or click, um, you know, even on that map, just fast track. Like Monkey Island had fast track. Can you imagine Monkey Island with Irish people walking very, very slowly? <laughs> I don't think it would become the classic it is. Um, I said there's a lot of things to like about this game, which is a shame, which is, it's a good game. But for me, I just couldn't get past the slow walking animations and then the limit. I thought at first the limited backpack was quite clever because at first you could only carry one item and then you have to create and construct the invent inventory. And I thought, oh, this is interesting. This is clever. But then still there was a limited inventory and we still have to drop items. And I was thinking again, why do we still have to, to do this? Um, so I think they're nearly too successful at imitating <laughs> retro uh, adventure games. But uh, yeah, it, it's a shame. I think it not, I mean, I'm not saying it's easy to fix, but again, if they release a patch where they just made the walking speed uh, quicker or added fast track or just double click to exit the screens, I think that itself would make the game better. Even if oh, definitely. Even if they kept the limited backpack, um, just adding a faster walking animation speed, especially through that village that you mentioned, it would make this game better, I think. And and in especially in the village section, being yes. able to travel between different locations, I think Definitely. would be great. I also have to say for fairness that other people did really enjoy this game. I've read some Steam reviews and they're very positive, very high, and other people just didn't bother them. So as you mentioned, maybe if you're a purist point-and-click adventure game player, this won't bother you if you want to really explore this world. Um, it might not bother you because not everyone <laughs> had the same issue with this. So, no, uh, I, I see one of the Steam reviews here and it just says, ball in. Yeah, I saw that as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great review. Uh, fantastic <laughs> review. So, and, you know, it's a nice one for kids as well. It's, yes, it's yes nice definitely. I, yeah, I, it I, looks I, like that. Because, it, as you said, it looks like a I Saturday morning cartoon. It's really, really nice. I mean, kids, uh, we, this is also great for kids. You could play with your kids, but also for adults because I was enjoying it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, for sure, not, yeah. It's not, you know, they don't really dumb it down for adults. They don't make it a purely kids game. It's a family game, but it can be played and enjoyed both by kids and adults. Um, so, yeah, really enjoyed a lot of it, but I, I really hope that they do add a patch or something to make the walking animation speed faster or click double, uh, uh, double click exit or something just to, you know, quicken up the pace a little bit, um, which would be very nice. But yeah, that is Sniff. Well done, yes. <laughs> Adventure, and it's available on Steam, so people can check it out. It was, you know, beautiful trailer of the beautiful animations there as well. And you can read Laura's review of it on adventuregamers.com. Uh, so thank you, Laura. Uh, now, I finished a game that I was playing called Bleeding Moons. I was... Uh, I've mentioned this very briefly, I believe, two weeks ago. It's from, it's developed by Ian Games. It's their first game. Uh, it's published by Phoenix Online Publishing. So uh, they also made Cognition and they made Moebius with Jane Jensen. Uh, so now they're focused on publishing games. So this game looks like a JRPG, but it's more of an interactive novel, they call it. So you play as uh, Count Ian de Valmain, who is a noble, so uh, he's, um, his father. Now, the story can be quite complex, so I'll just give it very bare bones. <laughs> so the, there is, this is a bit Games of Thronesy, but without dragons, and it's set in fantasy, but kind of real world. And there are different counties uh, around the map, and uh, one of them is Valmain. And then there is also now tension brewing between two other counties. And so your father... So your, your county kind of is on good terms with one county, but then trying to keep 
good terms with another county. So your father sends you, Ian, to mercenaries. And so what you have to do is you have to join these mercenaries and you have to carry out different, well, tasks, let's call them. A lot of, you know, assassination attempts uh, or, or assassinations and infiltration. Now, it's not a stealth game. It's not an action game. It's still adventure gamey. Is it, and you, is it point and click or is it like an interactive novel? Or? It's point and click. So okay. you move the character around the screen. Um, and so, they, and then, you know, there's a lot of dialogues, lots of speaking to characters. There's no voice acting either. Um, but so you then get paired with this other girl in the camp and she's an assassin and she shows you the ropes. Uh, and so then you have to try and avoid this war between the two counties and try not to get your own county involved in it. So uh, one of the interesting things that I found in this game is, now, first of all, I need to be uh, honest as well, there is a lot of clicking through dialogue. So if you don't really like that, then um, it's, you know, I know I enjoyed dialogue for the most part, but there is a lot of it. Um, what, what I liked was that the main character, he's not really an assassin. He's not a killer. He's not a murderer. He's, uh, he's very bookish. He likes reading books. And he doesn't want to do this, but he's kind of forced to do it, kind of brought against his will, you know, to do it. And it talks a lot about the effects of murder, because whenever he does assassinate people, you know, in most games, it's like, oh, yeah, I did this, let's move on. But it goes into the psychology of it, that how it affects him and how he deals with it. And you can also choose, you know, how, you know, does he become more of a hardened killer or does he still become this maybe not naive, but this more innocent person. He still wants to keep his innocence and he doesn't want to become a hardened murderer. So I really liked that part. I think the overall story was fantastic. It's, I got really engaged, really sucked into this world and this game and, you know, with these different counties. It can be a bit, uh, a little bit overwhelming at times. You know, again, like Game of Thrones, there's a lot in it and you have to kind of see, um, you know, okay, which county is this and which character is a part of which county. And, but once I got into it, I really, really enjoyed it. There were some decisions that you have to make. And some of them were quite hard, actually, um, that you do feel like, oh, which decision should, you know, should I make? And, you know, do you, you know, do you make a decision for your country or for your county or for, you know, these people uh, who you might uh, like? And you can also romance up to three different women. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Did you? Uh, with two of them. So, yeah. So there was Ooh, one. You're naughty boy. I know, I know. Now, by the way, I need to, I need to stress that I would not uh, condone, you know, cheating or having an affair. But neither would I condone assassinating people or slitting people's throats while they're asleep, which are also things that you can do in this game. <laughs> um, but you have, uh, so you have your childhood sweetheart. Uh, now, again, you can choose how far you take it with... Um, you know, with these women, how far you romance them uh, with your childhood sweetheart and this other girl in the mercenaries camp. And then your father wants you to marry this countess as well. So you can choose whether you go along with her as well. You can choose none of them, one of them, two of them, or all three of them. <laughs> and, um, and then at the end, you can choose. Now, I do have to say that the choice at the end, uh, now, I, I haven't, I've only played through it once, but it did feel like, you know, no matter what, choice you make that you can still you know that there's a little bit arbitrary at the, at the end a little tiny bit um that is like oh really i could still go with this 
uh, girl, even though I told her that I didn't want to be with her, kind of, um, which kind of felt a little bit arbitrary. Um, but still, it's, you know, I still really enjoyed it. There are some puzzles as well. And what I liked as well, there are still some stealth parts of the game. But if you get caught a few times, then the game will say, um, you can choose to skip this if you wish. Uh, we can get to the next section. Now, I didn't do that, but I appreciated that you can do it. Yeah. There, are, there are some puzzles as well. They're not very difficult, but again, you can choose difficulty. So it's some kind of logic puzzles. You can choose whether it was, there was one for adult version, kids version, or let the other character do it. So <laughs> I just okay. skip it. And I really liked that. <laughs> if you wanted to focus just on the story as well, I really liked it. Uh, I thought the music was really good. It also has a mature rating, and definitely it deserves it. There, <laughs> there is some nudity, which kind of uh, was a little bit kind of jarring at first with the, you know, the, the cute graphics, but then you know, I kind of got used to it. Uh, there are also one or two sex scenes in it as well, depending on what you choose. Again, nothing too graphic, but you know, you can, uh, maybe not for kids. There's a bit of violence as well. And there's, it is in the, um, in the game as well. Now, again, I do think overall mostly it was done quite sensitively. There was one part as well that I was a little bit, maybe they went a little bit far there. Um, but overall, I thought it was handled sensitively. And yeah, it took me over 10 hours to, to play. It was, um, uh, you know, it definitely was worth the game, you know, with length. Uh, so yeah, overall, I did really enjoy it. As I said, it's, it's a lot of clicking through dialogues. Um, so again, if you don't really like doing that, if you, if you think that that's something you might not like, then I mean, but definitely I really enjoyed the story. I loved the characters. I loved the interaction because the main character, Ian, he's really, really, I really identified with him as well. Again, not the assassination or the cheating, but his personality. <laughs> Need to stress, <laughs> I haven't assassinated or cheated. <laughs> Need to stress that. But with the main character, I really did like him. I really did enjoy playing as him. And I love the world. I love the graphics. And it was a shame when it, when it ended. And you can make the, you know, the choices. Again, I don't know how much they matter, if I'm honest. But they felt like they mattered when I was playing the game. And it was a really nice game. Especially first game, first time game. I don't think it's as good as To The Moon, which is probably similar. Which the developer in the credits said uh, was inspired by. To The Moon, I think, is one of my favorite games of all time. But this is not bad. This, if you, if you do want to get involved in another world, great story, great dialogue with some really interesting characters for over 10 hours, uh, I would definitely recommend it, that you can uh, find it on Steam. It is Bleeding Moons. So now we're nearly there now. So <laughs> Thomas, go to you again. You played another game, I believe. Uh, you went to the theater, uh, lucky you, because uh, I haven't been all year. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody has, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I went to Hamilton. Well, Hamilton came to well, me through Disney Plus. True, so. I did as well. Uh, but you played uh, it the last show of Mr. Chardish. The last show of Mr. Chardish, yes. Before, before coronavirus? No, I'm kidding. I, um, I, I got that demo, I think, two weeks ago. Yeah, you mentioned it. You mentioned yeah. it, yeah. And uh, I was not really expecting anything of it. It just... It looked nice, and I thought I'd play because since the Steam Festival, I've been really into trying out demos, and um, it did its job because it got me really excited for the for the game because the demo is basically the first chapter of the game. Um, in this game, you play uh, Elsa. You're an actress, and you return 
to Linfield to the theater where the first plays written by Mr. Chardish were performed. Mr. Chardish is a playwright, an actor, director, brilliant, brilliant man. And you come to Linfield, you, you come to the, uh, to the theater, you have to find a way in. The theater is quite run down. It's still standing, but it's damaged. And you really want to find out what happened to Mr. Chardish, what are any, if there's any secrets buried there or not, uh, what is going on with this theater. Um, basically, the game uh, consists of two parts. First part is a walking simulator. And the second part is the thing that happens when you find specific objects. And these specific objects, they're all, ma all masks of sorts. Once you find a mask, you put it on and you are transformed into one of the plays of Mr. Chardish. What happens there is, is different for each of the five plays. It's a bit, it's, it has some arcade elements, it has some puzzle elements, uh, but in general, it's pretty straightforward because the, the, beauty, the beauty of this game is not in, in its puzzles, but it really is in the storytelling and in finding out uh, what is going on because each of these plays is tied to Mr. Chardish's life somehow. And you learn more about uh, uh, his, his desires, his love uh, and everything. It's very poetic. Um, once you are transformed uh, into one of the plays, it's almost as if you're running around in a Van Gogh painting. It is very, very beautiful. It's got a very compelling story. I finished it in uh, in one go. It's it's not super long. I think uh, it took me four hours four four hours to complete. It was a very beautiful, beautiful journey. This might be one of the best games I've played this year. So, uh, and it's not it's not a huge game, but it just touched me when I was playing it. Uh, I just yeah, I've, I've felt, yeah, I've, I've felt really connected to it somehow, and um, it, it's just, it was just beautiful to play. It was beautiful just to to look at. It does look beautiful. It yeah. looks, I guess, beautiful graphically, but also, as you say, emotionally as well. From from what I've seen, kind of of the trailer and of, of the story, um, yeah, it, it, it definitely looks like uh, it. Kind of, as you were mentioning it, there reminds me a little bit, in a way, of kind of Psychonauts, where you're going, obviously not not in the platforming, more cartoony style, but just in the idea of going back through someone's. Uh, memories and and thoughts uh, and each kind of scene being different com in comparison like to the other it kind of being themed w was that the case it, each each uh, thing was kind of themed with the play yes um yeah. and it's it, it's all it's, it's all it was all different and it, it was all really uh built on on the emotional weight of these plays and it was very metaphorical but also some, but once you were in the play, it was the metaphorical became literal. So um, there was one, yeah, it's, it's hard to, to get into it without being very spoilery, but for sure. instance, the second, the second play is you are a robot and you have a, a second robot with you and you try to escape uh, the, the factory you're in because the factory is going to be demolished uh, or, or something's going to happen. At least you want to get on the train out of the factory and the fun thing here was is um, 
in order to get through, you had to, there were parts where you had to sync the robots, where you were controlling both robots at the same time. So if you went to the left, the other robot went to the left as well. And there was another part where it was the exact opposite. And that's, you had to uh, use that to get through the puzzle. So that was a bit more platformery, while the last one had a completely different uh, style and, and, uh, and idea. There was this one play where you um, walking around and you got these piñatas coming at you and you had to bash them with a sword. Again, nothing very difficult or anything. It's not like, I mean, uh, everybody could, could, could finish this. Uh, it, it's very straightforward, but that wasn't the point. The point wasn't to have difficult puzzles. The point was to experience the emotions and the, uh, the feelings that, uh, that were put into this play by this director that were directly tied to his own emotional well-being. And then at the end, you get to make a choice that has to do with the story. And there's also some replayability because I did, uh, uh, apparently I did not find all the collectibles, uh, all the uh, uh, journal entries and everything in the game. So I'm, I'm going to have to uh, replay it again. Hopefully I can stream it then because the <laughs> I tried to stream it the last time and it unfortunately did not go well because it took some effort for my computer to play the game. I could play the game normally outside of the play in the theater. is It's a beautiful place in of itself. And, and then you have that uh, painterly, poetic uh, place where you are once you go inside the place. And they are built in the same way, but they're completely different areas that you go through and in one part you you uh you you even get to fly i rate i rate this game quite yeah i rate this game very highly because i just felt what was going on you know while i was playing it i just felt with the game i mean if, if the, uh, some games can make you angry and this game just made me nostalgic for uh, something that i've never been and uh yeah i just really 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 enjoyed this game nostalgia back to when we could go to the theater <laughs> yeah, yeah that too yeah well this was one theater i would have loved to see in its in yeah, its glory because it was a, a gorgeous building i think i played a demo actually a few months ago during one of these uh festive steam festivals this year and yeah i think i remember enjoying it that you you move lights is that uh, as well that you do yes 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 i think That's I in did. the first I in the first chapter yes it is again where the metaphorically become metaphorically becomes literal, where you uh, have these theater lights and he's basically got a light shining on him uh, uh, that in that part, and you have to move these theater lights in order to make things appear or reappear. So certain things only exist while they are in the light of the theater. Right. Yeah. That's very that's very metaphorically. Uh, okay. You 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 put this mask on, you get sucked into the play. It's not scary or anything. There's nothing scary in, in this whole game. Um, so you get sucked into the play and then you, uh, uh, you, you step off the stage that you, you start off and you have this, this theater light and you move it around. And when you move it around, you see the, the chairs and the tables appear in, the, uh, in front of the stage. But if you move it towards the door, the, the plank that is barring the door disappears as well. So you can only leave that room if you move the light towards the door and then you can open the door because it's no longer blocked. And uh, that's the kind of puzzles you come across. And there was only one puzzle that took me a bit longer because you have to move, you have to, you have a light and then you have to move certain uh, objects so that the light get, 
gets blocked in a certain way that allows you to pass past um, uh, a certain thing and you, you come across statues that that talk when you go near them and that that convey um, the the theme of that particular play so yeah nice. so you liked it was, <laughs> yeah I liked it a lot I liked it a lot um, I, I yeah I, I was expecting to I, I was expecting to like it Mm, I, was, so much. Uh, I was surprised by how much I liked it. Yeah. Nice. No, it's great to hear when games, you know, really uh, exceed our expectations. I know that we go in not expecting, well, not, not expecting much, but we don't know what to expect. And it turns out that they're really, really enjoyable, that they're really mm. good. Yeah. So, yeah, so another game to check out then. So that's the, the last act of Mr. Chardish. The last, last show. play last of show. Mr. Chardish. I yes. believe the last show with Mr. Chardish, is it? Last show. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what Sorry. of us? Between what the of those? <laughs> the last, oh, of these last tale play show. Last story. Yeah. The curse of Mr. Chardish. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we will no put it's not a curse. Uh, it's definitely not a curse. <laughs> we and will put the uh, link in the show notes anyway. Yeah, it's developed by Punk Notion and published by Hydra Games. Both also from Poland, by the way. Oh. Yeah. So very uh, that's, nice. that's very nice. Cool. Well, thank you for that. Hopefully they'll continue, uh, you know, making more games in this series maybe or other games, but they certainly on, seem to be onto a winner for this one. Yeah, uh, I hope so. I hope that lots of people will play this. Uh, Hopefully. Well, that's the last game. show of Mr. Chardish. So thank you, Thomas. And now, uh, finally, uh, Laura... You and I went on five dates, <laughs> and we played a game with that name as well. See, see what I did there? Yeah, we didn't go. On, yes, no. I well, did. I mean, not not together, but just to clarify, anyway. no, not not together. Anyway, I thought yeah. you guys were already married. That is exactly. true. I, I yeah. Well, well we you had know, a bit of trouble. I know, and I've been cheating now apparently with three different women in this uh, fantasy world. It's so peaceful. I know, terrible. And I've been, you know, Jesus, murdering people, you know, slitting people's throats. Just not <laughs> on. You have to stop. I know. I need, need to stop this assassination and cheating. And <laughs> but speaking of romancing people, which we spoke about in Bleeding Moons, it, there's a new game, Five Dates, which is an FMV game. It's from the developers of The Complex and Late Shift. And both myself and Laura played this. <laughs> um, I, I, I watched. Oh, and you I, watched it? Yeah, yeah. Thomas watched. I, get, I explained tarot cards. <laughs> you oh. did, yeah, you did. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So, what what is this game? How, how is this five dates thing in the world of COVID? How how is it possible <laughs> then in in this game? And what well, do you think? Yeah, uh, well, I'll tell you. Yeah, I guess what what I thought first. I think we we mm-hmm. both had a, a good reaction to it. It's yeah. interesting. It's an interesting idea. So it is, as you said, it's set during. Uh, lockdown and it the idea is it's an interactive kind of rom-com and you play Vinny this uh, millennial living in London who decides to join a dating app Vinny by the way I would swipe right to him on a <laughs> dating app you like him Danny eh? yes yeah. yes uh, you know Vinny if you're out there um, uh, good thing you're taking that race then yes yeah uh, yeah so basically there are five and the, the way they get get around it is basically that you, there are uh, you're, you're you've just joined the app and um unless you pay 40 pounds a month i think it is you, you're limited to three video dates uh with these people so there are five uh profiles of women 
uh, and you have to choose three of them just by first of all just by seeing their face uh, um, and I think that's it you just see their their profile and I think also their interests maybe um, yeah yes, and their hobbies, their hobbies, yeah, that's and, it, their hobbies. Yeah. and you set up a profile to begin with you you can choose your picture it's quite a basic way of setting it up you don't obviously put any text or anything you yeah it's choose. a lot quicker than in real life yes it is isn't it <laughs> You have you have pre-selected options, which was yeah, which was nice. <laughs> like your interests and things, and you choose from a list. Yeah. So basically, then you've got a, a list of these five profiles of these women, and you choose three of them, um, and then you go on their dates, and they are video dates because it's lockdown, which is the, how the whole FMV thing works. And it is, you know, you are talking, to, you're chatting to them uh, over this video date, and then they will do things like you know, ask you questions about yourself. Uh, at every point you can press S and a screen comes up showing you how well you're doing with each person you're dating at the moment. Or and not. Improves, <laughs> or not. Yeah. It's a percentage. It, you know, it could be 100%, 70, whatever, and it will go down and up depending what you say and each date and you kind of have to get a vibe of what they're into sometimes they will surprise you there will be several times where you think you've picked the right thing and then they'll be like oh i can't believe you said that about me um and that never different... happened to me in my real yeah. life by the way nope, <laughs> never happened <laughs> And yeah, they're, they're all different women. They've got different likes and interests. They've got a different style. The one's an influencer. One's a kind of hippie. Uh, one is a nurse. So yeah, it's all set in the UK. And um, well, one of them is a, is a Spanish language assistant who uh, Thomas particularly liked. He liked Maya quite a lot. Um, he kept telling me to choose her when I was playing on Twitch. Um, but was yeah, and then- I incorrect? No, no, I did. I liked Maya. I liked Maya. So it's yeah, like all F&Bs, there are choices. There are different scenes you unlock. You, you'll do one playthrough. You won't have unlocked all the scenes. Um, so once you choose your three dates, then after that, you have to choose uh, two out of the three. And then you have to choose one. So there's sort of three rounds of dating. And then near the, and at the end, you either get like a good date ending or a bad date ending. Um, I'll say this, I didn't think any of it was uh, too inappropriate because I wasn't Mm. sure about streaming this on Twitch and it was fine. Uh, I don't know though because I didn't pick some of the options like have you ever sent any nudes? I didn't do anything like that. Oh, I did. Uh, No, just now you don't see anything. Okay, Okay. yeah. Yeah. So there's nothing like that. There's flirt, you know, you're flirting. Um, But uh, in general, yeah, it's all kind of pretty much fine, which is good. Um, uh, The second date you do like sort of game where it's like uh, have never have ever, I ever yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> or tarot reading obviously the hippie one wants you to do tarot reading uh, tarot cards the truth, truth um, there. there's a quiz that you can do so yeah there's different things you can there's different games and then the third one is a dinner date um, I enjoyed it I don't know I, I, I think you did as well sure, sure. oh I really I think liked it I loved I, it <laughs> I, it was just, just a bit of fun really isn't yeah. it and it's there's nothing not much to it uh, I don't think I enjoyed it as much as Lake Shift because uh, I just feel like that had a bit more going on but obviously I still have to play that yeah definitely do um, yeah. yeah I, I liked it I thought, I thought the acting on the whole was pretty good was I really think good. Vinny yeah. looked a little bit gormless sometimes, but I think that's just because of the way the editing and filming. But in general, I believe them all as characters. They're all quite stereotypical characters. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the <laughs> writing is okay. They're all a little bit like... Exaggerated oh, slightly. Yeah, but yeah. exactly. <laughs> but I think that's just... It's easier to pick than in the yeah. game. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, I, I thought it was, it's a fun... It's, each playthrough is about an hour and a half. Uh, so, you know, I've, I've played through four times now. I'll probably leave it at that. But I yeah, enjoyed I, it. 
I, I really enjoyed it as well. I've played through it only once. I've not had a chance to play through it again, but I definitely will. Um, one slight negative for me, again, it's not a big one. It's the, a time, I think this was to do with the editing, but at times there's some unnatural pauses. Yeah. Um, that, now again, you know, it's because, you know, with the editing, you know, to, as well, that we need to choose the option. I think this, uh, you know, it could be true with a lot of FMV games when you have to pick a choice and pick an option. Um, but definitely, you know, didn't ruin the game. I still really, really enjoyed it. Um, again, some of the, you know, there are characters and you distress. <laughs> I think that some of them might be a little bit exaggerated, but maybe not. Maybe, I mean, there are people like those people as well. I but... really liked his friend, Callum, as well. I yeah, thought I, thought you do. I thought you would. Yeah, <laughs> he was good fun. I... I really liked him. He was just like a real bear, just had, had your back, whatever happened. It yeah, was it just seems like, like a, you know, like, a, you know, you know, like, uh, you know, like your best mate there. And, and as you said, there didn't seem to be anything inappropriate. Like I didn't notice any swearing. There wasn't really any sexism. Uh, there wasn't any nudity. Not that we found at least, but, um, or violence or anything. But I, and I liked the kind of awkwardness, especially at the beginning, you know, when Vinny is trying to set up his room, you know, on the fireplace and try to put things, you know, I think a trophy and the Eiffel Tower uh, magnet thing as well to make himself look cultured i'm like yeah i think a lot of might have been through that this year <laughs> with uh, with you know video data speaking to people on video like not just video dating but in you know yeah, but work it, it lends itself perfectly for fmv for an fmv yeah game. absolutely it's um and it, it was funny as well with the different uh, again characters we need to stress because the first one i said oh i'm not too sure about her and then i said you know next girl i'm going to talk to is is this girl and then i think laurie you said oh she's not very nice at all and then i started talking i was like oh yeah in real life i probably <laughs> would have disconnected immediately yeah <laughs> it's yeah. uh you know it's but it's uh it, it it was fun it was you know like it felt it it did feel kind of realistic as well and natural the acting was very natural and realistic i thought with uh yeah the characters look kind of suitably nervous as you would in such a situation because it, it is weird that you meet someone for the first time on video and to drinks in hand and then it was funny because at first i chose not to drink and then the other girl was i think it was maya was drinking a lot <laughs> you can tell <laughs> yes, her she was she very does. nervous <laughs> sure and, that was the reason and well <laughs> maybe uh but then there was a there was another i think a game it was with that i think it was with grace that i didn't think she would drink so with, with the second date i said no i won't drink and then she was the one who's drinking and she wasn't happy that my character Vinny wasn't drinking so yeah i think um, that's the only thing i will say about the game as well <laughs> some of your sort of arbitrary choices yeah. are really sort of laid bare and like you'll say yeah. one thing and that will like change the whole date i mean you can bring it back oh, yeah. that's the good thing you know <laughs> you don't just say one thing and that's the end of the date but sometimes i was a bit like well god these women are being very, very melodramatic about this yeah one but that's line. a bit the, the the nature of the game isn't it yeah you know? it is yeah it, it is slightly probably a little bit slightly over exaggerated again i think maybe so not, it, but it's yeah. difficult to get that balance but once yeah. or twice i was a bit like oh but oh, it's it's, it's, a, it's supposed to be that come on it, there's yeah. no room for oh, subtlety yeah, yeah, yeah. In, a, in a game like this even even oh, especially with, in an hour and a half dating it's a, you know, it's an hour and a half. Uh, yeah, it is about an hour and a half game yeah. as well. So as well, they have to get to the point, you know, that you don't have because in real life, I've heard of people, you know, video dating for hours, you know, three four hours. That um, and we don't have three or four hours in this game because it costs money as well to film. I'm sure. So it's um, <laughs> yeah. Well, it, they they said they've they spent the about point, yeah. seven hours of. Uh, it was about there's yeah. about seven hours of footage, which they've said is the most 
uh, in an FMV game ever. I don't yeah, know if that's, that's what, the case. Yeah, that's well, they'll know because they're the masters of FMV games at the moment. I mean, true. They've, um, they've, it, yeah. The bung- I, I've, I've played the complex and I've played the shape shifting detective, and I have not played late shift yet, but I'm going to play that as well. And the quality is just very, very high with their games. And uh, I must say that because of obviously five dates doesn't have the production value of the complex, mm. but it yeah. doesn't need the com- yeah. production value I mean, of the complex either. It's, it's so two people talking to each other on a on a screen. <laughs> so yeah, it's just. It's really it's, big special effects or a high, but well, maybe they do have a high budget. Also, it's made through lockdown, I believe. Or yeah, or it's COVID. perfect. It's, it's perfect, and it's a perfect game to play during COVID because we we mentioned the start of, I think, lockdown part one back in March, April. We said, I believe Thomas, you've mentioned as well. Oh, we're going to get some games about lockdown, and in lockdown, and you know, might be having awkwardness with uh, you know a couple who maybe. Well, we already had that myself and Laura. <laughs> again characters that we played not the two of us and now this one but I thought it was really fun especially to be able to play during lockdown as well that I think a lot of people will be able to relate but even if it is a little bit slightly yeah but I think I think it's also wise that they released it now yes and And not because once all this is over I don't think people will happily revisit I think you're right Uh, oh yeah yeah video I mean even video conferencing I think you know once uh, you know, hopefully in 2021, we'll be able to meet up in person more. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, people might not want to play a game about even video dating or video conferencing or about lockdown or anything. Oh, they'll, um, they'll probably still want to play a game like this, but uh, I'm, 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 to, I'm, I'm sure that it's, it's better to play it now. Yeah, you're in it. <laughs> then, uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, as I said, I'm sure a lot of people could relate but i i really really enjoyed it as i said the dialogue and the, ca- the characters as well um you know that they were fun it was and again kind of the ge- type of game we need now you know fun kind of game that doesn't really take itself too seriously um that's not too serious like it's not this, this super serious game that you know you're oh, definitely you know, super not, dark yeah. game uh you know i think this is kind of the perfect game to be played now at time of recording but anytime really you know even if you're listening to this after, hopefully everything is fine again. <laughs> uh, I'd still recommend it. If you're um, listening to this in the future, please let us know <laughs> how, how you go? feel about playing games like this when you're <laughs> no longer in lockdown. It might be good. It might be better. It might be like, oh, remember that time when we were locked down? We yes. had video dating. Like, oh, those were the day. Or oh, maybe not. But it's like, oh, remember that? And now we can meet up again. <laughs> so, yeah, that is uh, five dates. There was actually in, this, in the credit scene. I don't think this is a spoiler because I haven't found it. There was, uh, you know, the list of actors' names. And one of them is said was, you know, the EMT person, ambulance person one, ambulance person two. And I was like, bloody hell, what happened? How do you get oh. that? Yeah, I, <laughs> I got that. Yeah, we got that. <laughs> yeah, we got that. Oh, yeah. I'll have to... Uh... I won't give it away, but okay. yeah. There, I'll, have so to, there are I'll have to try it. Okay. Uh, and there, Laura there are... has a way of upsetting people. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I yeah, sorry guys, nice. you know I, it. No, These guys Dora know it, nice. but they still hang around yeah. with me, so that's quite yeah. nice. But um, <laughs> but I'll have to try that. I'm looking forward to that again. Yeah, Up to an well, ambulance. But <laughs> in the game, in the game, oh. this is a game. These games, <laughs> these are games. You know, it's not real life. Yeah, so that is five dates as well, which is on Steam. Don't know anywhere else, but yeah, definitely recommend it. It's a nice. Nice, nice game to play, you know, to chill out and to kind of laugh over as well. <laughs> yeah. 
so wow i think that is it that's uh you know long episode this <laughs> this week a lot to get through um okay before we finish are you guys playing anything right now? i know we mentioned games that are coming out in december twin mirror and quality and hand of glory so i'll probably be playing those games i don't know what i'll be playing in the, in the meantime uh, but... i'm probably going to try and crack into there is no game because I've, I've got it yes. downloaded i know i keep mentioning that but <laughs> definitely I, I might try, I... I might start out as well because I, I downloaded that as well so the two oh this... you're just copying me all the yes, time I, <laughs> sure, sure. in this case yes when you mentioned it then i read reviews went, oh this looks very interesting so yeah, in this uh, case, yeah another one i want to it's another fmv but it's a horror fmv called at dead of night uh it's, oh yes it's by the same people who made uh, contradiction it's another fmv and yeah it's kind of like a part horror part ghost hunt and it looks quite spooky it's kind of a bit of action um uh, as well as horror um but yeah it looked look pretty cool so i might check that out nice okay and you thomas you playing anything now do you, do you know what you're playing because I'm, I'm uh, finishing my uh, review for of Mr. Chardish for uh, Gaming Outsider and obviously also for our own website. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, once I've done that, I'm actually not entirely sure I'm going to play because I got so many I know, so bloody much, games. So many I can, choices. I know. It's, uh, it's almost um, paralyzing how many choices I have. I, I got some new demos I've found. I really uh, look forward to playing Phasmophobia again with you guys. Yes. Oh yeah, that'd be great. That Let's definitely do that. that and, well. uh, Among Us every Sunday, you can uh, you can watch <laughs> us uh, play Among Us. Uh, some of us stream uh, at least on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is which is great fun. And if you're well, nice mention to your us, we'll... your Twitch. Uh, oh Thomas, my t- yeah, my Thomas Twitch streams is, uh, on Twitch now. So twitch.tv slash genlock thirty six. So G E N L O C K three six. I'm I'm. Um, once I have my review done, I'll, I'll be back to streaming. I, I just don't know which game yet. Uh, I've re- I also really like to play um, Beyond the Steel Sky. Yeah. I, I have to finish Dude Where's My Beer. I recently got, <laughs> I recently found two classic adventure games. One mm. of them I played when I was younger, as uh, Less Manly in Search for the King and Less Manly Lost in LA. I would love to play them. There's just. <sighs> So much, so much. Getting bogged down just he's, listening he's, to that. Yeah, he's li- listing games now that he wants. And that's to just play. the most recent <laughs> acquisitions uh, that I had. I mean, Tormentum, I have ready to go, and I don't know. It's so many, so many good stuff. So you mentioned your stream. I put the link as well to the three streams in the show notes. Uh, Laura, you're also Cressup, I believe, aren't you? Yes, that's right. And yeah. I'm Adventure Games po- Podcast on Twitch. Um, that yeah, I will be streaming every so often. <laughs> um, so that is it for this week. Uh, next week, uh, oh, I don't know who I'll be joined by next week. <laughs> I believe last week was joined by Mike Stemley. Um, and uh, well, I was joined by Mike Stemley. Well, oh, yes, sorry, sorry. No, my, my, no, no, yeah, you're right. My, I'm very tired. I'm just trying to take my interviews <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I did not mean to do that, but yes, you are right. <laughs> You are right. Um, I will be joined. Well, it'll be a, it'll be a surprise. Um, <laughs> <laughs> people want to uh, support us, they can on patreon.com forward slash adventure games podcast. It's, it's always good before. to just mention it again, though. <laughs> exactly. And also, please leave us reviews as well, if you can. Just one or two sentence reviews or one or two word reviews on Apple Podcasts. There's a link in the show notes as well. It would really help us more than people believe, uh, more than people would think. 
Uh, so, okay, so that is it. I better, we better finish before we keep going. So thank you guys as always. And uh, <laughs> uh, we'll speak again in two weeks then. We will. Keep on questing. Bye. Bye-bye.